Every teen has potential. What they need is opportunity and support on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science. And it's actually younger than the Internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Houston. Thrilled that you are making us a part of your day wherever you are in the world, however you may be listening. Thank you for doing so. We also are thanking you for picking up copies of Live Happy Magazine. We had one come out uh, not too long ago. We're working on the next one, but you can still buy the most recent issue. Had Anna Ferris on the cover. Fun times there. You can get it at Barnes & Noble, wherever fine magazines are sold. You can also get a digital edition on the uh, Apple Store or the Google Play Store, so please do that. You can also listen to our radio program, which is like an extended version of this podcast. We do happy facts. We do happy activists. We'll replay some interviews, or you can hear interviews for the first time with our positive psychology experts you can hear it uh, in the dallas fort worth area at 98.7 k love you can also hear it on radio.com by searching for kluv well when i was a kid i really wanted to be a broadcaster and hey look at me now i had the opportunity and i had the support from people in my community and my parents and i was able to follow my dream well our guest this week are all about doing exactly that. Grip Tape, it's an initiative committed to putting young people in the driver's seat of their learning. They create opportunities for youth to follow their passions as inventors or designers and producers or radio hosts. They're actively constructing their path for success and supporting other young people in doing the same exact thing. The Grip Tape Learning Challenge is a call to action to youth to design, create, and execute their own learning journeys. And joining us from Grip Tape are Mark Murphy, the founder and CEO, and also Alfina Kamara, the Grip Tape uh, challenger, and Brian Ortega, another Grip Tape challenger. Thanks for joining us on the program, guys. Thank you for having me. pleasure. Excellent. Well, uh, first of all, I want to ask Mark, the motto for Grip Tape is Youth Driving Learning. What does that mean, and, and why do you think that's so important? JR, in our country, young people rarely have the opportunity to have real ownership over their learning and development. In our education system, we often expect young people to be passive recipients. We, we tell them what to learn and when to learn it and how to learn it and who to learn it from. But, but unfortunately, we know that that often leads to young people feeling disengaged, especially by those high school years and sometimes unmotivated and, and that their work lacks relevancy or authenticity. And so what we strive to do is put young people squarely in the driver's seat to be able to learn about a passion that they have, to take full ownership over it with full decision-making authority. And what we find is that it lights a fire in their hearts, it, it lights their minds up, and, and they have incredible opportunities to learn and develop that, that they get to drive. Um, in essence, building a sense of agency over their own learning. 
that that's an incredible thing and it's something that I wish would have been around when when I was in high school. I mean it was to an extent like hey, if you like shop you could go do shop. If you like the business you could go take a few business classes. In what way uh let, let me ask this of of Alfina, in what way do you think this grip tape challenge uh stuff is different than than what you would get in a normal high school? Um, in a typical average high school, you would never be able to learn about homelessness the way I was able to have a hands-on experience. I mm-hmm. was able to go out there and talk to people. That's very interesting. So you get some, you get some actual, you know, in the community, uh, in the in the thick of things type of learning. Is, is that something you found to be true as well, Brian? Yes. Um, so my grip tape learning journey was about trying to figure out how to run a record label in one oh, wow. in Delaware. So you're. <laughs> So especially in school, you're not really able to be creative in a hip-hop or rap or really musician type of sense. So not so the di- main difference between grip tape and learning in a regular high school is something like a uh, record label regarding rappers from a state nobody really thinks about uh, <laughs> when it comes to creating music. Uh, you're really able to delve deep into what really makes a rapper or a producer a producer or a rapper. Um, so you really get hands-on experience with meeting people who have different backgrounds from you, and you really have to do your own research because in school you're not really given that same opportunity because you're not told. The difference between grip tape is you're not told where to look, which really helps you gather tons of information. Whereas if you're learning traditionally from a textbook or from a book somebody wrote, you're not really, you only get that one point of view. And if you want to learn a different point of view, you have to go out of your way to understand it. That's that's a very good point. And my next question for you is, do you have a mixtape dropping anytime soon? Or I mean, what, what's becoming of this Um, record label? (laughs) Actually, um, 302 Perk is the name of it. Nice. It stands for Public Eye Record Company. It's nice. 302 P-E-R-C. All right. And um, we try to release songs every single week. Excellent. Well, we'll well, we'll definitely encourage people to check that out. Uh, Mark, back to Thank you, you really much. quick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's great when when uh, when people. I, that's I think that's why I really like this concept, Mark. Is you've got a kid here like Brian who found uh, a passion uh, like like music and and creating a record label, and you're allowing them to pursue that at a much earlier age. Whereas you know, I kind of went through the the traditional thing, and it took me a while to really start doing. And really start learning about what I wanted to do. I think that's an incredible advantage to what you're what you're doing. Most of our messages to young people are that they have to go to school and get all of these baseline knowledge and skills. And and that is important. Obviously we want our teenagers to be able to read, write, and do math and understand science. We also discredit their passions around things like homelessness or music or we had a young person pursue plastic surgery and another young person pursue psychiatry and when they get to pursue those things it really validates their desires and their passions and then allows them to develop everything from creativity and confidence right on through to skills like self-regulation and forethought these are things that we know are needed in in this knowledge economy and what we know our young people will need as they grow into young adults and it allows them to find uh, find skills in those areas. Alfina, you you mentioned that you were passionate about learning about homelessness. What is it that you took away from that that you don't think you could have found out just by I don't know reading somebody else's paper on it? 
Well, the way I decided to approach figuring about homelessness was I made a homeless banquet where I would give out surveys to them to get a better understanding of what the reasons were. And while we were having the banquet, I got to know these people in a deeper level than I could have just reading a paper. They told me their stories face to face, and I got to like do some data where I got to realize the real reason or from that poll was that a lot of them felt as if they didn't have enough support and lack of education. And it sticks to you more doing it yourself than just reading an article. And I learned how to do a banquet. Not only did I learn about homelessness, but I learned about so many other things. Just my confidence grew in how to like manage and plan. So it was more than just homelessness. They like yeah. helped me grow as a person. Yeah, there's all kinds of skills that, that you could definitely take away from that. Did you, um, as you were talking to these people, did you start formulating ideas or, or plans for what you wanted to do with this information or what path you, you want to be led down with this information? It kind of let me explore. And since I've been continuing to work with Good Tape, I've kind of decided that I'm more into, like, allowing people to, like, learn and Best way, best way they can. So I feel like doing the homeless banquet kind of taught me that maybe this isn't what I've always wanted to do, but I'm mm-hmm. still passionate about it, but it's not my biggest thing. But you did take away from it that you enjoy helping people learn in the same way that, that you learned, right? Is that is that what I'm getting from that? Yes, because um, like doing this experience also kind of taught me about philanthropic, like philanthropic work, and I've yeah. been really thinking about going down, down that route because of this. So it kind of allowed me to explore different paths and what I could possibly do in life. That's excellent. That's great. So, Mark, we've got Alfina here, who is a future philanthropist and a possibly educator, community organizer. We've got Brian, who's going to have the hottest new uh, hip-hop label uh, in, in, in uh, all of Delaware, um, which... Uh, maybe all of the eastern seaboard you never know uh these things can blow up are these results typical from the people you you have come through your challenge what's amazing jr is that we we're very new we've only been doing this about a year but mm-hmm. these are totally typical results That's great um so we we just uh we have completed this opportunity with 30 young people over the last six months we just sponsored 50 young people in 10 different states this summer and what you're hearing from alfina and brian in our typical results. Not only do they learn about how to build a record label, um, <laughs> but they also gain all sorts of levels of confidence and skills um, that go along with their later success, as you just heard from Alfina. Absolutely. And I'd, I'd imagine, too, that uh, uh, Brian, you know, you're very interested in music right now, but I imagine it's not just the putting together of, of your music. It's it's the, the managing of people, the coordinating of, of your artists. I, I can imagine the lessons you've learned diving into this. So one thing I had to say, um, I feel like sometimes people, regardless of their age, they're kind of blinded of their dream or their dream job or hobby. So that was definitely true for me. Um, the one main thing I wanted to learn from creating 302 Perk was how to be assertive without being aggressive. Mm. And I really found out that sometimes when you want something to happen, regardless if it's trying to make sure somebody can get to a recording session or just creating a contract, which I had to do over the uh, course of this learning journey, it really shows you that using your words instead of actions really gets you more results. And also making sure people don't feel threatened whenever Mm -hmm. you are passionate about something really goes a long way. 
That's an important lesson to learn, and I can tell you that you are much younger than I was uh, when I learned that lesson. So that's good for you to to uh, to learn that now. Uh, that that's it's it's all incredible to me. And I got uh, to say to both of you, I'm incredibly impressed. And Mark, maybe you can chime in and tell me. Well, this is the same way they all are. At how much deeper you guys are are looking at this, you're analyzing the journeys you went on. Um, you know, whether you realize that philanthropic work is something you want to do, or that, that there's some character traits that you can uh, pick up and and learn from and 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 sort of um, improve upon when you're running a record label. I think it's incredible that you guys are 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 looking at it that deeply. Is that something that like is there a reflection? Uh, period where you talk about this in a class setting or is this just a kind of a mentoring type of thing where someone goes you know you also learned this how, how does that type of uh, introspection come about jr we always get this question um <laughs> and so one thing that that is so important for the listeners is that sometimes people think when they listen to these types of stories that brian and alfina are anomalies and maybe you know maybe my son or daughter wouldn't wouldn't uh, achieve all of this or maybe my students wouldn't achieve all this what we are finding is that this experience is transformational for all students especially actually students who are often unmotivated in school or, or sometimes disengaged because it provides provides a different type of outlet for learning and development. Um, and so, so those, uh, th this path lights them up. The other thing that is really important here to know is that Brian and Alfina did all of this by themselves. And sometimes mm. when we as adults, we try to support young people, we sometimes through that support, we're, we're too heavy handed. We, we actually ultimately rob young people of the opportunity of learning these things on their own. And so at Grip Tape, what we provided Brian with and Alfina with with somebody to believe in them and take an interest in them and ask them questions. Um, but that was it. Brian and Alfina did all of these things on their own uh, with just that support of somebody believing in them and asking them questions along the way. That's incredible. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who are listening to this and who, who listen to it on the radio version of this that are still going to be skeptical because we've all been so ingrained. I mean, it's been a part of the American experience for how long now where um, you go to you go to school for this many years and you learn these things and then you go to high school and you can kind of branch out, but you still have to learn these things. And then you go to college and uh, even there, there are some things that are required. And I don't think there is the confidence in kids that they will figure a lot of this stuff out on their own. And yet here we've got Alfina who's talking about philanthropy. How old are you, Alfina? I'm 17. 17 years old, talking about a philanthropic sort of path that you want to go down. That's an, in, an incredible thing. I honestly, I'm just, I'm just blown away how, how you even reached that. How many times did you sit back and think, I want to learn about these things, and then uh, that didn't happen, but you found another discovery as you were going on your journey, Alfina? To, like, see these people happy, and it was just something that was really enlightening and was experienced that I think it will forever like stick with me. That's incredible. That's great. Uh, I'm very excited for you and uh, very excited that there are people like you that are going to be coming up uh, in this country uh, in, in the uh, in the near future. We need more of that. Uh, Mark, I've got to ask, too, about uh, an, an approach you take called rapid learning cycles. What What is that, first of all, and why is it important as a process uh, for the kids that are going through this program? 
Yeah, it is. It is. It is how we approach our work. And here's why it's important, because we, the research is very clear that teenagers need to develop identity, a, a sense of identity for themselves, a set of competencies that help them to be successful into adulthood and a sense of agency, identity, competencies and agency. And so we know that from the research that that adults um, who have those things do do much better than young adults adults who don't have those things, but we as a country do not know how to build that sense of agency in our young people. And so the, what we do is we say that since we don't know how to do this, Grip Tape partners directly with young people. Our board is all young people. Um, we build all of these approaches with young people, so they design these approaches. And then we test them through rapid learning cycles, meaning that every couple of months, we take a step back, we look at the data, what does it tell us? How are the, How's Alfina doing? How's Brian doing? How's Imante doing? How's all of these young people we're working with doing? What are we learning about how well they can drive their own learning and what are the right conditions to put in place that will help them. And then we, we modify our approach to constantly get better. And we do that hand in hand with young people. So in other words, we know that the development of, of agency and the ability to drive your own learning is very important. But since we don't know how to do it, what better opportunity to partner with young people to figure this out and to do it in a rapid learning cycle kind of way, constantly testing and prototyping how to make this better and to do it with young young people behind the steering wheel of the, of the design. And I get the feeling like this is a process that, that can never truly be done. People evolve and, and the world we're in evolves completely. So this is going to be a process. It's going to be a learning experience for you and anybody else that gets involved as, as this continuously goes forward. So you're getting some benefit from being a part of this program as well. Absolutely. I joke with the young people all the time that I'm learning just as much, if not more, than, than they are. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are we are not only learning, but then we are trying to create knowledge. Um, we have published a framework. Um, we have a set of outcomes that we are measuring and looking at. Um, and then we are able to provide that opportunity to other people so that other organizations can adopt these types of approaches. In fact, um, Alfina, I believe, is actually working to implement this sort of approach in a summer camp um, hmm. this summer. And so this, there's an opportunity here to obviously expand these types of uh, learning journeys outside of grip tape and allow other people to do the same thing. That's a good point, because Alfina, you mentioned that one thing that you took away from this was that you really um, developed a passion for helping other kids learn the way you did. Uh, how, how, does, how's, how are the plans for the summer camp going with this type of approach? I'm dealing with um, younger kids, so like sixth and seventh grade. But like, I think my whole agenda is to make sure that the kids have the exact same like replica system that I did. Because hmm. with having freedom, which we never have, it's honestly, I believe, the best way how this system works, and that's why it's been so monumental. And I, that's my way of making sure it's implemented that these kids have freedom to their ideas no one helps them so it could be truly and 100% theirs and that feeling of accomplishment knowing that you did this and it just leads you into a whole discovery that's incredible and I love the way that, that, that you're able to talk about it so so smart and, and, and uh, succinctly as we go on and we we try to always improve on, on this method and on our, on our education methods Brian, what do you think would be the biggest benefit of of putting this into 
maybe maybe into schools, maybe giving kids uh, time away from the classroom to go pursue these things as part of their regular curriculum. Do you think there'd be a benefit to that? Um, I would definitely think there would be a benefit because personally, I want to be an actor when I grow up, and I know for a fact that the um, normal school setting that we have right now with the traditional high school from seven in the morning to two or three o'clock in the afternoon uh, to be that's the end of the day um, doesn't really help young people understand what their field of work or what their desired field of work is really like. So personally, I believe if a school gave a young person the opportunity to branch outside of the school, it would definitely help them out more in way more classes than just a music or acting or uh, creative sense. I think it would even benefit people who want to be maybe even doctors or veterinarians or a Mm. chemist or anything like that because it teaches them how to really think on their own and learn on their feet, which is a uh, undeniable, undeniably uh, advantage in the long run. That's a good point. Uh, Alfina, do you agree? If you if you could become superintendent of your local school district, would you see this uh, program become a part of the regular uh, curriculum for even maybe even junior high on through high school? For sure. What well, like schools are missing things. We obviously know that our school system is missing something, and I feel like allowing kids to actually I think that's underestimated. People don't know how we really have. So allowing kids to start early um, will like. A lot of the times kids seem lost, and a program like this could definitely help kids get an early start into what they want to be and just allow them to get to know themselves more. Very good points. Mark, i got to tell you, I'm really impressed by these two examples that we're getting out of your program, and you say results are typical, uh, so that's incredible. And I'm also really excited that uh, you had them join us because not only does it give a better example to hear it straight from the kids, but I think it shows that you're really walking the talk here by uh, by having these kids uh, go out and gain this confidence and and come on and, and explain uh, what they went through and why why it was beneficial to them. Always. Their words are always more powerful than my <laughs> words. They, they're experiencing this. Um, in fact, if you go on www.gridtape.org, you will see testimonial videos from all of the young people we have worked with, and you can hear in their own words what this meant to them and see what they explored. And so the, the parents out there, the educators out there, and the kids out there um, can check it out. And we will run another learning challenge in the fall um, that anyone can apply to, ages 15 to 19. That's excellent. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was just going to ask if there's people who want to take a part of this challenge or if they want to uh, use a similar method in their area. Uh, I'm sure that website has all kinds of information, and it sounds like you, you've got quite a few people who would be willing to talk, uh, talk through that experience uh, with anybody who's interested in starting one up on their own. Yes, our goal is to be able to expand these opportunities for young people all across the country, and so we are always happy to talk. And actually, um, what we find is that our board, which is all made up of young people, and our alumni challengers like Brian and Alfina are always excited to share these opportunities. And so I would encourage people to reach out to us about what we're doing, uh, and we would be happy to share. Well, we'll definitely, uh, hopefully, I would say, I guess, hopefully uh, be sending some folks your way. Uh, Brian, we're definitely going to be waiting for the new uh, the new music release. 
So congratulations on Thank that. You. Looking forward to it. And Alfina, uh, we can talk to school districts all across uh, the country. And uh, as soon as you're ready to take the step as a teacher, administrator, whatever you want to do, we'd be uh, we'd be happy to uh, to follow your story as well. If you would like to learn more about Grip Tape, you can do so. All you got to do is visit livehappynow.com. And while you are online doing that, please let us know what you thought about this podcast or past podcasts or something you'd like to hear on a future podcast. You can find us on Twitter at LiveHappy, Facebook.com slash LiveHappy, or you can send us an email podcast at LiveHappy.com. We are absolutely out of time. So for all of us here at Live Happy Magazine, the Live Happy Now podcast, and Live Happy Radio, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long and thank you for helping us to live happy.